3: The latest news, the newest products, the biggest names. Welcome to Your Tech Report. Online at yourtechreport.com. Join Mitchell Whitfield and Mark Aflalo for the next hour of Your Tech Report. And
1: you can join us in many ways, starting with Twitter, at Your Tech Report, facebook.com slash Report. Of course, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Report online. I am Marka Aflalo, as always, joined by Mitchell Whitfield. Mitchell, you sound... Tired? You look tired to me. Are you catching up uh, on sleep from that Nintendo Switch pickup uh, a couple days ago? Like,
0: I feel great, and these these giant tea bag sized lumps under each eye, I think is a great statement for me. I think it makes me look older. And more tired. I think it's a great look for me. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) You you do look kind of of beautiful. Uh, We've got a pretty cool show lined up. (laughs) Uh, You know, Mobile World Congress kind of wrapped up last week. We're going to talk about some of the news that came out of that um, as well as, I mean, that Nintendo Switch. This is Nintendo Switch week. I mean, no other, no other product the out there to really talk about except for that Nintendo's <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Um, a very cool product to talk about, though, is one called Ping GPS. We're going to talk to the CEO and founder of this very cool company. Uh, IndieGoGo campaign on now, where you can contribute, you can pre-order your Ping GPS units. A very cool. Trackable, wearable. Um, what would you call this device? It's 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 a really it's a, it's a
0: product slash
1: child slash
0: everything tracker, right? It's a, it's a great locator, and it's really a brilliant device, and it really has a lot of features that set it apart from anything else. Really, anything else out there on the market. Plus. The
1: wireless wars are heating up in your country, Mitchell, like I've never seen before. I'm just hoping that we can translate that and bring that to Canada and get some more competition here because the the prices you pay versus the prices we pay is absolutely just deplorable. Like I look at my bill compared to your bill and I'm like, oh, my God. Plus the deals that are out there. I mean, everywhere.
0: Just move here, isn't it reason enough to get you here? I mean, I know I'm being a selfish friend, wanting you here. I but told my wife that. You'll get a much cheaper sell Bill. Come on, Mark. I told her we'd save Come like, like three hundred bucks a month on selling TV. We just moved to the states. <laughs> there She's said, you go, got to something to
1: say about homes and prices and the U.S. dollar. <laughs> I don't know. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to our good friend Meredith Red over at AT and talk about their service offerings because they've got a lot to offer uh, when it comes to wireless world in the U.S., especially with all the competition going on there. Mitchell Whitfield and Marka Flallow again follow along with us on Twitter. Don't forget to go to our YouTube channel, YouTube slash yourtechreport online. Uh, we're going to announce our winner of the Moto Z Play and the Moto the Hasselblad Moto Mod on next week's show. Plus, for the next week, Mitchell, you have the next week to continue to enter for that Autel X-Star Premium drone. It's been going on for a while. We have over 2,000 entries. You still have an opportunity to get in. Do that now. Go to yourtechreport.com. Make sure you are entered because on March 18th, we'll be announcing the winner of that incredible drone.
0: So are you saying that I'm not going to get to keep it?
1: Stick around. We're going to be back in just a couple seconds to talk all about that Nintendo Switch, plus uh, the latest news of this this past week, Mitchell. Mm-hmm. You can't keep it.
3: No. Your Tech Report will be right back. Now, back to Your Tech Report.
1: Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Mark Flallow and Mitchell Whitfield with you again on Twitter. It is at yourtechreport, facebook.com, slash yourtechreport, and com slash online. I will try to do that in one breath next time. I, I promise, Mitchell, I know you're challenging good. me to do that. I appreciate breathe- that. No,
0: your breathing is always really good. You have a great radio breathing <laughs> technique that technique. you do, and I'm very proud of you. Yes. Well, thank
1: you. Job. I uh, practice yeah. that very hard. Uh, Mobile World Congress kind of <laughs> ended in Barcelona, Spain. I guess. I guess really, we talked about a bit of it last week. We're going to talk to Meredith Redd about this when she comes on the show towards the end of the show. But I mean, the big takeaways for me really are not even the new devices, because we're going to be talking to, frankly, over at LG in the coming weeks. Plus, we're going to be talking to Moto about their uh, their new G5. It's so confusing these naming. You got the you got the I <laughs> know Moto. G5, plus you got the LG G6, um, but really, it's all about losing that bezel. Everybody's trying to get rid of that bezel uh, as we await the uh, the two impending announcements. Number one is the Galaxy S8. We're expecting to see that towards the end of this month in New York. There's going to be a big press conference that hopefully we'll get some kind of invitation for, but there's already leaks of that phone where it's basically completely bezel-less, which really, it has been for a while with that whole Edge model, really.
0: Yeah, they really have, and, and again, I think... Like a lot of devices, Mark, I think people look at certain design cues and say, oh, that's gimmicky. Let's have an edge-to-edge display that wraps over in terms of the Galaxy S Edge itself. And, you know, there's notifications on that Edge, but the fact is, Mark... People want their people want larger screens <clears throat> excuse me but they don't want larger form factor and that's why we're seeing a lot of these ports disappearing on iPhones uh, physical buttons disappearing on Android and hopefully uh, iPhones as well because when these physical buttons ports are gone it leaves more space for just a screen which was Steve's J- Steve Jobs vision when he basically created the modern smartphone and I'm not saying that as an iPhone fan <clears throat> I'm saying that you know you look at history the original iPhone started this all and his vision was just a screen and nothing to interrupt the user experience so i think we're going to see almost every manufacturer go to that edge to edge and in the end the consumer is going to win because we're going to have larger screen devices in a smaller form factor so i'm looking forward to it
1: but what we have yet to see even with the s8 leaks that have been out there is we have yet to see an edge to edge display we're talking about top top left to the bottom yes, right, we're talking about exactly. having the earpiece behind the glass, so that there's a screen from top to bottom in every shape and form, and that's what we're kind of hoping to see with this uh, anniversary edition iPhone 10 towards the end of uh, end of this year.
0: Well, the- we've even heard—I mean, Mark—we've heard about technologies like inductive speakers, where the vibration yeah. would give you the sound as opposed to actual pinholes or slats that you see for traditional audio. So, I mean, there are so many different technologies that that are going to go into this. Yeah. But you know, Mark, I want to bring this up. I know that we, this wasn't on our docket of things to talk about today, right? I like using a courtroom to reference. Um, well done. We, we've been hearing a lot about wireless charging, but we, we last year we heard a lot about over-the-air wireless charging, which to me is true wireless charging. No yeah. contact point, no pad, nothing that has to touch. True over-the-air, like a Wi-Fi signal charging well, there was, happening There was that two way,
1: companies. There was Energis, which right. is one of those companies that we uh, that was at last year's CES, 2015, Correct. 2016. Uh, and we spoke to Tricity a couple months ago, which are kind of over-the-air. Are wireless, but we have yet to see that really appear in any that's, kind of practical form.
0: That's what I mean. We haven't heard from the, from the cell phone manufacturers about incorporating, and it may be one of those, oh my God, can you believe we're actually announcing this? Because to me, you talk about a company like Y-Tricity, which is, like you said, over-the-air charging, that would be a true game changer. You just have your phone in the room, yeah. and it will start charging. You don't have to worry about plugging it and putting it on a pad. That, to me, is the next game changer. So a lot of stuff that we're still looking forward to.
1: So, so tell me about your um, your experience with the Nintendo Switch. This is the latest operating uh, system from Nintendo. There's yes. so much that we're looking forward to when it comes to a device. And Nintendo is one of those companies that it's really, it's, all, it's always been about gameplay. Their hardware has never been something that's, other than, you know, those, they were the first ones to really introduce these almost, not the Joy, they're called Joy-Cons now, but these, these wireless kind of handheld things that we're using well, these Well, you talking about on, the Wiimote in the original Yeah, the, Wii. Wii, the exactly. Wiimote, that they're, had, they're, yeah. they're one of the first ones that really kind of introduced that when, Microsoft came out with the Kinect. you know there was some kind of opposing opposing element here, but right now this is Nintendo's really on their own silo. This is their their own console launch. It's a very cool, unique concept uh, we with no clutter from Sony or Microsoft in the picture. So let's talk right. about this device.
0: Uh, well, well. First of all, you know we, you know, I, I want people to, of course, head over to our YouTube channel because we're going to have the unboxing on our YouTube channel. And we originally Nintendo, the kind folks at Nintendo, were sending us a unit. And Like a lot of press, some press got their units early, and this happens a lot, Mark. You know, you get your unit early sometimes. Sometimes we're the first to have it. Sometimes we get stuff a week later than other press. It just you never know. And there was a whole section about a hundred units, and our ours was in that batch, but we weren't guaranteed to actually get it before the launch. So. I made sure that we had a reservation at GameStop and it's all going to be in the video, me actually going to pick it up. Like like you, I was in line with everybody else and the experience was a lot of fun. I think when it's a console launch, a new phone, a new gaming console, there's something exciting being around like-minded folk that are really interested in the launch and really excited and that energy sort of permeates the whole atmosphere. So that was really exciting. And a couple of things, a couple of takeaways. I don't want to give too much away because along with the unboxing, we're going to give five things you didn't know about the Switch. And I don't want to give too much of that away. A little, little t- to head to your tech, to youtube.com slash your tech report online uh, the hardware is really well made mark don't let don't let the simplicity of the look fool you the switch itself has a nice heft to it the screen is beautiful uh, it is a very slim device it's a very portable device but it doesn't feel flimsy does that make sense it still is very slim and portable but it definitely feels like a real high-tech piece of kit so basically it's, you know? it doesn't
1: doesn't feel like uh like uh, like the next generation tablet that's that's trying to be th- This thin, sleek kind of tablet device—it's really—it's got some nice, nice. It it has some heft to it. At the
0: same time, you know, you're not going to get fatigued. Now, granted, Mike, I'm giving you my really initial, my my first impression because we're going to do a piece, of course, later on uh, with David Weir, and we're all going to talk about our experience after you know living with it for about a week or two. Um, So these are all just my snap judgments. Um, The hardware is really nice. The Joy Cons. Uh, I think people will be surprised how small they are. Number one, um, we, we all know that they're small because they're meant to—you know—they're meant to go in each hand. They're very small. Uh, I have the—I have the neon ones, the red and the blue. And even though the Joy Cons are very small, again, especially when you slide the wrist grip onto it. Uh, they also feel very substantial, even though they are small and light, they do not feel flimsy. I think when you look That's at good. it, when you look at the unboxing, but you know, when you look at people playing it, it's like, oh, uh, there, are those things going to break by the pressure of my hand holding them? And the fact is, no, they are not. Uh, there's a lot of technology in them. You mentioned, of course, the comparison to the Wii and how the Wii sort of revolutionized what a controller could be. It had the motion sensor in there, the accelerometer. And then, of course, you had the little, you know, the little bar that you put in front of your television that would receive the signal from your remote, that would allow you to do, <clears throat> excuse me, the point in clicking with it to use it in space. Now, they don't have that with the Switch. There is no bar that you put on your TV to receive a signal from the Joy-Con. It's not like that at all. All the technology that you get with motion sensing, gyroscope, accelerometer, it's all actually built right in to the Joy-Con themselves. There's no receiving camera to receive a signal, but... There are little tricks that they use. We talked about it. They have an infrared camera built into one of the Joy-Con, not both of them, one of them, that can actually read distance. It can read shapes and sizes. So you have a lot of technology built into these things, and that goes hand-in-hand with the games that they have now. If there's a downside, it's there's not a lot out right now. I think there are about six launch titles, Mark. One of them being uh, downloadable, the rest being you know the the regular games you could buy in store, uh, brick and mortar stores. I would like to see, even though Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild is enough to keep you busy for months. <laughs> People still want to know that there are other games. Now, there are other games coming out soon. Uh, we're gonna see you know, the, the updated version of Mario Kart. That's gonna be coming out uh, next month, of course. Mario itself, around holiday time. We're gonna see their Splatoon coming out in a few months over the summer. There is stuff on the way, but I just wish Nintendo was able to have their software. And I've you talked about this in the preview. I wish they had the software ready to match the hardware. Because the hardware is really nice. The screen is beautiful. You want to know my one takeaway for what really blew me away that I was not expecting? How shockingly fast it does the... And I want to say switch. I have to do the snap thing because that's what the video told me to do. When you switch... From either handheld to docking mode for your television, either way, going in either direction, it is shockingly fast. It goes right to your television the second you dock it. The second you take it out, it's right there on the screen. And for people, you know, we're we're in a very quick fix sort of society and people want what they want right now. For people that want to take it on the go and just get out of the house, they are going to absolutely love how quickly it switches. And if you want to dock it, put it on the television and have your experience on the big screen, that happens almost instantaneously. I knew it was fast. I didn't know it was that fast.
1: Now, is this type of, type of device, because we're calling this a console, right? Right, um, it is a console, yeah. But it, yeah, but it does kind of, can, not cannibalize, but it, it kind of digs into its own territory with the 3DS and the 2DS. And I just bought my kids a 2DS about four or five months ago before coming to see you in California. That's right. So yeah, I'm yeah. wondering, you know, what my challenge is going to be, because my son will probably be really into the uh, the Switch. My daughter will want to touch it because, because my son is playing with it, so it's of more course. of a jealousy thing. So right. it, it, is this type of thing Thing that I'm going to have to buy two of?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. you, you might have to, and, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because part of what they're building on here is local multiplayer not only can you have multiplayer online, Mark, but they're trying to encourage... Listen, like yeah. you said at the beginning, Nintendo has always been all about the experience. They've always done things differently. And you've seen in the videos, in the promo videos, you have people sitting around. It's almost like the old days of having a LAN party. Everyone would bring their PC and plug in and play Doom or, uh, what was it, Unreal Tournament. Other people used to be have big LAN parties. Well, now you can do this wirelessly with the Switch. You can sit down, put it in tabletop mode with a bunch of your friends, each of you seeing your point of view in the game, and have local multiplayer wirelessly. It's kind are brilliant so and i think they kept the price point at you know 299 for the whole for the whole thing they kept it very reasonably priced yeah. so that people can do this so if you wanted to get a couple of these for each you know one for each of your kids you could and you know i know you're not going to share yours i know how nope, that's gonna, gonna go no. you'll be you'll be, they'll want you to but you won't that's gonna so be my bedtime nintendo-
1: my be- little bedtime naughty seat you know naughty time it's me and yeah. me, me and my nintendo
0: You know what? In terms of bedtime, naughty time, that's pretty safe, naughty time, and I applaud you. Thank you. Uh, No, you're right. I mean, I think Nintendo is making this to be a social console because I don't know that we haven't seen their full online model yet, and I haven't really had a chance other than, you know, doing updates and stuff uh, and doing some downloads. But I think this is going to—for me, it's a win already just for Legend of Zelda, just what the hardware is capable of, uh, the ingenuity that goes into the Joy-Con. I would love to see more software, and there's going to be some expandability down the line. If you want to learn a little bit more about that, maybe head to youtube.com/slash your tech report online. YouTube.com/slash
1: your tech report online. <laughs> Follow along on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com/slash your tech report. Of course, yourtechreport.com. All the fun stuff there. Mitchell's exclusive unboxing is going to be there uh, momentarily if you haven't seen it already. Uh, Thanks again for joining us. Uh, We've got a really cool show lined up for you. There's way more to come. We're going to talk to uh, our new new best friend, Joshua Lipner. Why is he our new best friend? Because he's going to help you keep tabs on everything that's important in your life, including your children and your pets. That is a product called Ping. Go to getpinggps.com now, and you can find out about that, or you can uh, take a quick break with us and listen
3: next. Your Tech Report will be right back. Now, back to Your Tech
1: Report. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. On Twitter, it is at Your Tech Report. Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. Of course, our YouTube channel, Mitchell, is YouTube.com slash Your Tech Report online. I am Marco Sala. You are Mitchell Whitfield, and I'm very (laughs) excited to speak to our next guest, who is the CEO and founder of a very cool company slash product called Ping. And before we go into really a lot of details, I want to I bring Josh on. Josh Lipner is the CEO and founder. Josh, welcome to your track report. Thank you. a pleasure to be here. We're happy to have you here because here, here's a story for our listeners, a little background. Uh, I follow and I contribute to a lot of crowdfunding campaigns. Um, I, I've been part of some. I, I love to kind of explore new technology and new innovation. Um and I, it seems like the whole Kickstarter and Indiegogo are really cool places to find some ideas that people come up with. So across my death, I think Desk was probably an ad in Facebook that came across for Ping. And, and what it is, Ping is the world's smallest GPS locator for pretty much anything. Is that a fair assessment?
4: Yeah, we've got people using it for their kids, and we've got people using it for their drones, and we've got dairy farmers who are going to be using it for their cattle. So I would say that's a pretty fair assessment.
1: Okay, so now to to explain to our listeners, there's tons of tracking devices out there. A lot of thing, you know, a lot of people that claim that you can find your keys with this, find your keys with that, or but those are Bluetooth trackers. This is this is not a Bluetooth tracker. This is comes with a with a cell network. It's GPS. Go into some details about what this product is and why it's different than those trackers that people can go into Best Buy and spend twenty bucks on.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love those trackers. I think I have two or three of them on my desk over here. You know, they're very handy, but a Bluetooth tracker is limited by range. Bluetooth trackers were designed to be very short range. So that means that they work effectively between 30 to 35 feet. It makes them an ideal low-cost solution for everyday items that don't move, like your keys or your, your wallet or your purse or things along that line. But the problem is that once you go beyond 35 feet, so once something goes out of your house, let's say, or your office, or if it's something that moves like a child or uh, even in objects-wise, let's say luggage or a bicycle or a drone or anything along that line, um, you're out of luck because you're beyond that 35-foot range. So those Bluetooth trackers that are very inexpensive, that people are familiar with, they're very small, they're great if you're trying to find keys. And you're like me, I lose my wallet, you know, four times a week. Half the time it's in the laundry, half the time it's, it's actually in my car. And, you know, I play that hot and cold game with those tracking devices. But the issue is that to date there really hasn't been enough practical solution that, what I say, picks up where Bluetooth leaves off. So once you get beyond that 35 feet and you have something a little bit more important or you have something that's going to be you know, in motion, what do you do? What kind of solution yeah. are you going to use that has some you know, practical battery life, practical size, and really just does one thing well, which is help you find whatever you're looking for?
0: I mean, you bring up a, Josh. You bring up a great point, which is: wouldn't it be, wouldn't life be grand if all of our problems happened in a thirty-five foot radius? That would just be <laughs> a wonderful life to live. But you're right; it's not practical. I mean, these, you know, these uh, lower-range Bluetooth devices do have their place, like you said, for the smaller things. But life happens in a larger than thirty. We should write this down, Josh. Life happens in a larger than thirty-five foot radius. So, what was that moment? Be, I mean, I'll, you gave there'd be a lot of huh?
4: stimulus coming at you if everything
0: happened <laughs> yes. only within thirty-five feet. Yeah, it'd be a little bit creepy, wouldn't it? So, So, What was that moment that you said, okay, there must have been that one aha moment that you said, okay, I need to create this device. What was that moment that made you decide we have got to make this?
4: Oh, well, that would be, you know, the way that a lot of these things start with my kids. My daughter goes off to kindergarten, first time dad, you know, she's five, six years old and I'm sitting there going, okay, I'm freaking out. She's going to get on a bus. This is my baby. Need to know where she is. A lot of, it's really more dads than moms I've learned. Moms are kind of like, eh, they'll be fine. They're so great. Think, yeah. like, no
1: way. You know, Josh, just, I'm there now, really just letting it. you know. I'm there now.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, this was, this was five, six years ago. I went out and got the only thing that, was, that I could find that was on the market, and it comes in the mail. And it, I remember it very vividly. It was like the size of a hockey puck. It was huge. <laughs> and we had to charge it overnight. And then uh, when it was charged, I registered it with my phone, and it's like twelve ninety five a month. And this service, by the way, still exists. Most of them are like this, and I'm like 12.95 a month. So you, you know, you have that weird dichotomy where you go, I'm not paying 12.95 a month, and you're like, wait a second, this is my daughter. Okay, <laughs> fine, 12.95 a month. You know, so sign up for that, put it in her bag, and she goes off to school, and that's fine. Comes home next day, goes off to school, and it's lunchtime, and I'm like, oh, let me just make sure she's, you know, I actually wanted to see if I could see her on the playground. And I launched the app and I go to find her and I was not worried at that time, but I launched the app. I go to find her and it can't find her. And I'm like, what is what, you know, exactly your worst nightmare. So I'm like, where is my daughter? So I get in the car, (laughs) drive to her school. And sure enough, she's on the playground. And I'm like, oh, this is annoying. So when she gets home, I take a look at this device and there's no battery. Uh 36 hours, the battery was Uh gone on this device. And I said, okay, this is insane.
0: If you just joined us, we are talking with Josh Lipner. He's the founder of Ping, and you can go to pinggps.com to learn more about Ping and everything it does. Josh, I mean, you guys were really also clever about the design. I know Mark talked about the dimensions of this, and to put it in context, you know, in terms of the circumference, I mean, it, it's not that much larger than a quarter. So when you talk about size, and you talk about how much you were able to reduce the size of this, which, of course, gives you many more uses because of that size, you also did something really cool, which was you created a wearable if, you, if it is, Let's say if it is going to be for a child or someone that you want to make sure uh, you have tabs on it. And listen, I always use – I know this is ridiculous. I've used it before. I use the amusement park or the family theme park analogy where it's just great to know where people are. And you were really smart about this. This wearable actually looks really cool. I believe the ping sits inside of it, and you can almost wear it like a watch, correct?
4: Yeah, yeah. The wearable has been a very interesting thing, and we actually haven't been uh, promoting – the kind of wearable or watch aspect to it, um, though it's very possible to use it like that. And we are I'm flying up to San Francisco tomorrow from Santa Barbara to go meet with a, a jewelry company that wants to produce those kind of accessories. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the device originally was going to be clipped onto a child's shoes. Uh, and then we realized all of the additional use cases. So we said, well, let's make it so they could put it on their wrist. Let's make it so they can wear it as a pendant around their neck put it in their pocket easily, attach it to their helmet easily. So, you know, designing it to be an extremely versatile wearable, that's why the device comes with a clip. And because the campaign has been so successful, we're offering all of our backers an additional clip for free as well uh, in a color of their choosing. Um, And that just makes it even more versatile in terms of where where they can put it and what they can do with it.
0: I mean, so we talk about the versatility in terms of size, the different use cases, the fact that it is waterproof. You don't have to worry about that. The rechargeable battery that lasts a really long time. The one thing that we talked about at the beginning of the interview was how a lot of these other solutions that were far less of a solution than Ping is came at a high price for a monthly plan, but you guys addressed that as well because uh, you guys kept the price really reasonable in terms of the yearly fee, didn't you?
4: Yeah, yeah, that was, you know, that just drove me nuts. So when we dug into it, and we looked at it we said what a lot of these guys are doing is they're either offering the device you know here's a good example Verizon Verizon has this watch called the GizmoPal and this is really targeted you know for kids this yeah, watch right. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a really big watch i i kind of equated to a prison ankle monitor that a child would <laughs> wear on their wrist yeah but it, it does a whole bunch of stuff you can program in like five numbers that the kid can call you know we we obviously had it put it on my 7 year old and It's kind of very annoying when she's in the back seat pushing all the buttons and constantly calling us. Or, (laughs) you know, she would knock into a a wall or something and it would just dial. So from a functionality (laughs) point of view, it was pretty frustrating. But getting back to your question, the device is like $70, $79. The data plan is $35 a month.
2: Yeah, there you go.
4: So we said, you know, we want this thing to be practical in every regard. You know, we don't want it to be feature rich. We're almost more proud of what it doesn't do than what it does do. We wanted to do one thing extremely well, which is, you know, locate what you're looking for. Um, but we wanted it to be, you know, we wanted it to be a good size. We wanted it to be able to withstand water. We wanted the battery to last a good amount of time. And we wanted the price to be approachable. And we found that, you know, one of the largest issues that people had with any of these devices was obviously people hate paying any kind of monthly or yearly fee. So we said, we don't have a choice. None of us have a choice because it's a cellular device, basically like a little mini cell phone in a way. So we have to pay the cell carrier. But can we enter into a strong partnership with a cell carrier that will give us preferred pricing that we can just pass along? And let's go a step further and let's give people an opportunity to try it and to see how useful it is, what difference it makes in terms of peace of mind, in terms of freedom it makes for their mindset. Um, if they have something like this. So we said, can we afford to basically bundle in that first year worth of data as part of the overall pricing? And can we do it all for, you know, less than $100 for this Indiegogo campaign? And, and that's, you know, that's where we netted out. We're not, you know, we're not honestly really making much money at all on these initial devices, um, but it gives people the opportunity to try this type of solution and see what kind of a difference it makes for their you know for their lifestyle.
1: Well that, and that's one of those for things. And that's one of those things when it comes to these crowdfunded campaigns is that you know not, not only are you able to create a proof of concept for something but you're able to see what kind of interest there is out there, and I'm, you know, 4,600 4, plus backers right now um, on Indiegogo says a lot, and it's funny, when I go when I go through the website, Josh, and I, I go through any kind of product like this, I try to think of what are the downsides, What, and, and the only downside I could think of other than you know, it, 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 really the only one I could think of is it's it's, it's not small enough in some cases. Um, I wish I could <laughs> inject it into my daughter. Um, right. <laughs> but you guys, you really have thought about a lot. I mean, if I look, you know, I'm in Canada, I'm in, uh, I'm in Montreal, Mitchell is in Los Angeles, and when it comes to devices like this, sometimes I am like, okay, well, I am not going to be able to use it in Canada. But you, I mean, you've thought of that as well. You've got, you know, that that thirty six dollar value, which is that one year data plan, covers U.S., Canada, Mexico, plus uh, for an additional like ten dollars at activation, you get another one hundred fifty seven countries. That's a that's a yeah. big feat and and an incredible offering, along with everything else that goes along with it.
4: Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, we wanted again going back to practical. We this was this is actually a challenge for some of the telcos. We said, okay, well, you know, you mentioned the amusement park, but it was, it was beyond just the amusement park. It was just general us travel. We said, well, what if, you know, what if I put this in my luggage and I'm on a business trip and I go to, you know, I go to London and my luggage goes missing. You know, I'm only there for a couple of days, but I bought this device to be able to give me peace of mind that if my, you know, if my luggage is gone, then I'll be able to find it. But, I'm no longer in the U.S., so now you're telling me that it's not going to work, yet you're able to offer roaming on a cell phone. So how can we get the technology that will provide us you know, near global coverage and do it at some kind of an affordable price point? So essentially what we did was similar to what we did with the other one, which was you know, we put the technology in that has global coverage, but then the other thing was working with the telcos to come up with a reasonable offering where just like if you go out of the country, yeah. you call them up and say... Hey, I'm gone international for this month. Can you activate international for, I think it's like $40 or something huge. But for the way our solution works, we're not using voice, so we have tremendous savings. So we're we're able to negotiate something where for only $10 a year, it's not even a month, it's just a one-time annual $10 fee. The device will work in 157 countries, which makes it a lot more useful, in our opinion. Yeah.
0: Oh, and, and Josh, you know, I, I can't. I, I don't mean to beat this to death, but I mean, I can't tell you how happy I am with the way you what you chose to create your business model, because, like you said, this this particular model that the other that other companies do with their products. It started back in the days of now I'm dating myself, of course, you know, give them the razor for free and make money on the blades, or give them the cell phone for right. free, make money, make money on the coverage. You guys are not doing that. And I think you mentioned it before, Mark mentioned it as well. That first year includes the coverage plan. After that, we're talking about just for an entire year, thirty-six dollars. And you were talking and that's yep. that's three dollars a month. You were talking about lesser solutions that cost 12, 13, 14, 15 dollars a month. So to be able to come in and, and again price this is so much more. This product is so much more than its price. But you guys are really smart in doing it this way because people feel that not only are they getting a great product, they're getting a value. And to a consumer, that's kind of a big deal as well.
4: Yeah, no, I I appreciate that. You know, look, I'm not – I'm a competitive guy, but I also believe that it's the right tool for the right job. Right. So, you know, there are a lot of different solutions out there in this type of space. You know, you mentioned the Bluetooth devices. I mentioned I love them. I have – you know i have one in my wallet and i have one on my airpod case and i use them because i forget things in the house right um so they're great for that and then you know there are very expensive you know complicated other solutions out there that will do all sorts of crazy things like geofencing and you know tell you if your, you know your uh your grandmother fell or tell you the speed that you know your teenage son is moving in their car and you know those things cost a lot but at the end of the day we just wanted something that solved you know this use case that that solved the the issue of i have a lot of things and a lot of people that you know i care about or that are expensive or that are important to me and i have an app on my phone that if i lose my ipad or if i lose my iphone you know i can find my iphone and if i want to know where my wife is who has her own you know iphone i can go to find my friends app and I can just find where she is right now, and those two apps are super, super useful for anybody who has ever you know, needed to find their phone or their computer or you know, find, find their wife or their husband. But why doesn't that simple, powerful functionality exist outside of a phone? And what can we do about filling that gap? And that's, that's what Ping's about. It's just about doing that and making it super, super simple for people to be able to to find things um that car story you know i was mentioning before really quick anecdote i'm here in santa barbara with my engineering team and we're up you know we're up to one two in the morning so my brain's you know turning to mush basically (laughs) um and yesterday i I parked a car and there's santa barbara's a great town there's a ton of garages and places to park well when i was done for the day i leave the office And I'm walking around, and I had this moment where I realized I have absolutely no idea where I parked the car. Zero. (laughs) I was so spaced out. I was so mindless when I parked the car and I was in the middle of a conference call. I paid no attention to where I parked. So I'm walking around, going from garage to garage to garage, (laughs) looking for my car, trying to remember if any of this looks familiar. And I've called one of my engineers, and I'm talking to him about something, and I'm telling him, I don't know where the car is. And he just starts laughing. He's like, You realize that we're in the middle of launching a, a locating device that would have solved this exact problem, and you lost your car. And I'm like, Yes, thanks. The irony is, is not lost on me. That's excellent. Um, but I mean, that's like a, that's an interesting use case, but it's a good one.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, PingGPS.com, starting at $99, you can fund this campaign. You can pre order, um, ship expect shipments. What are we looking at, uh, like, um, end of the summer kind of thing?
4: Yep, exactly.
1: Excellent. Again, uh, pinggps.com, Josh Lipner, CEO and founder. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We could probably talk for another hour, but unfortunately, they don't give us that much time on SiriusXM. But uh, <laughs> stick around. We're going to dive into AT&T's latest offerings and the wireless wars in the United States. It is Your Tech Report. Mark Flallow and Mitchell Whitfield with you. Follow along with us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Back in a moment.
3: Your Tech Report will be right back is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com.
1: Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Marco Aflalo in Montreal, along with Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles on Twitter. We are at Your Tech Report. Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. Do not forget our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Your Tech Report online. Mitchell, yes, I am Mark. so jealous of you and your country. Not for political reasons today and not of course, because yes. of restaurants like Olive Garden. But um, I just paid my $380 phone bill.
0: I'm, I'm sorry, and could you stop there for a second? Yeah. yeah. Your $380. So that's combined home, cell, no, 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 that's countries. Just, that's no. just
1: my wireless. Uh, I just paid my $380 oh. wireless bill. And then wow. I'm reading stories about the wireless wars in your country just absolutely heating up and on fire.
0: Well, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the, this is the nice thing when when the companies go at each other, the consumer ends up being the winner. But the latest shot across the is across the bow. Is that how? It yeah, is it? across yeah. the bow. Yeah, AT and T has been going nuts lately with so many announcements, so many great announcements, especially if you're a consumer and you're trying to decide which wireless plan, where do I go? AT&T is sort of saying, you know, come to us. We're giving you every reason to come to us. We have great deals. They're exploding. And, of course, if we're going to talk about AT&T, if we're going to talk about AT&T Wireless and their suite of products and their offers – we got to bring in Meredith Red. We can't do it by ourselves. And Meredith Red knows everything. AT and T. She is the voice of AT and T I wonder if I so can m- dial her up right now. Hang can, on. A you second know, can you, you make dialing noises to, uh, to make it seem like Meredith? not there? Right now, Meredith? You there? Hey guys. Oh my god. You? That's so weird. We were just talking about you.
2: Really, you guys are so sweet.
1: <laughs> we're we're always <laughs> thinking Good. about you, and and you know we kind of we, we alluded to this in a previous conversation that may or may not have been off the air before this interview started. Um, AT&T has so much to offer because the amount of assets that company has from DirecTV all the way to wireless and everything, there's so much there to offer. And with these latest announcements come so many opportunities for people to not only get the best wireless and the best entertainment in, in the world, but to do it at incredible savings that were really unheard of if you look back even a year.
2: Oh, absolutely. And And right now we've just launched two unbelievable unlimited plans. I mean... There's money savings all around this, so you know we uh, we launched the unlimited plus, yep, and then we launched the unlimited choice. So, are you guys familiar okay. with the two plans?
1: Well, we'd like you to break I, that I down for we, us if you could. Yeah, I'm I think we totally are. probably going to
2: break it down, like Michael Jackson. Break it down. Okay, so so if you for a single line plan, if you so if you're a single person, yep. uh, you basically can get the unlimited plus, which is basically if you're someone like me who likes to binge watch television mm. and movies and all that stuff on my tablet when I'm sitting at an airport or you know doing you know wasting time uh basically that's going to be 90 dollars a month and it's going to be like high definition great you know viewing you know you're going to be able to see everything you're going to have a, a mobile hotspot as well and it's going to be on our fastest speeds which is the lte 4g
0: love it and, that, and that's voice that's data unlimited unlimited we're not talking about sort of unlimited truly unlimited correct
2: limited $90 a month that's for a single line okay so here's a little money savings which I was totally excited about because it it deals with saving the environment as well oh, I like this paperless bill right oh. as you know, you're not getting anything in the mail and and we're saving trees okay. and you auto pay via your debit card or bank account you save five dollars for a single for a single thing that's five pound dollars
1: that's I like, like that. Buying
2: a pair of jeans and finding money at the end.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> like I a wish excitement. that happened and more often.
2: On top of that, with the Unlimited Plus, if you want to get direct TV, you can get that for, wait a minute, drum roll,
1: please. <laughs> wow. That's scary. Sorry, I scared him. <laughs>
0: Twenty-five dollars a month. That that is a little crazy, actually. So so this is that you're talking about a single line plan, and of course, if you go if you add on other lines to that, I believe I believe in the plus. What is it like twenty dollars per extra line or gadget that you put on on top of that? Is that right?
2: Well, that's a gadget. So if you're dealing with phones, um, you're going to start it. So if you're going to get the family plan, uh, you're going to start at. Um, you're, it's going to be like, it's 145, but that's for two smartphone lines. And okay, then on top okay. of that, it's additionally. Um, like then at three phones it's $165 4 phones it's 185 and then if you're the Brady Bunch it's $20 after that Okay.
0: <laughs> it still sounded like 20 that you were saying it still sounded like 20 per line but yes that makes a lot of like sense is, so okay first of all <laughs> math is Let's not like we,
1: we don't need to talk about academics here okay <laughs> it's about what the savings are to the customer at the end of the day it's like
0: no no it's not $20 per line it's 45 to 65 to 85 <laughs> it's Like okay that's $20 per really line you me
2: I'm I, I I you t- I, listen I'm I, I admitted it math is not my first language but no, is, this- I know a great deal when I see a great
0: deal so <laughs> no absolutely and, and the thing is like you said and like Mark said at the beginning Meredith I mean uh, AT and I, I mean obviously when you have assets like UVerse and DirecTV and the great wireless plan and home phone there there are different ways and this is on top of the bundled savings that customers are already getting as AT and T customers I know I, I I'm a UVerse Direct well you know I'm an AT and T guy UVerse AT and T Direct I already get a bundling discount, but the discounts you're talking about, if you're doing the unlimited plans, are on top of the discounts people can already get. So really, it's a discount squared?
2: It's a discount squared. Now, see, I you're like doing that. the right math right there. I know
1: that. <laughs> Mitchell is very, very particular when it comes to things like mathematical calculations and, and grammar. Now, tell me something, Meredith. What happens when you and Mitchell get on a plane and decide to come to visit me in Canada? You're obviously oh. going to pay more for your roaming like I do when I visit you, right?
2: No, we're not.
1: Uh-oh, Mark. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you, so you're going to pay like seven times more?
2: No, we're not going to pay anymore. We're basically going to activate our our Rome, uh, North America And that'll plan. cost you money, right? that will, we can go to actual <laughs> Canada or Mexico if we want to take a vacation down there and sit on the beach.
1: And just use your regular data, your unlimited
0: data and your unlimited use voice. Unlimited and, data, yeah talk, Yeah, data,
2: talk and text. It's all, yeah, it's the same plan.
0: Mitchell, okay, I, so I quit. Yeah, Mark, yeah, see yeah. what you're doing, Meredith? He's just like, he just dropped the, the, the metaphorical microphone. I'm, He's gone. I'm gone. Um, so here's what, I, here's what I want to understand. Here's what I do understand that really makes it a, win, a win-win win for me. So not only can you talk normally with these plans, you can actually call anywhere in North America without any fees, but it's not just where you physically are calling, it's where you physically are as well. So you can be anywhere in North America and call anywhere in North America. And it's important to to sort of mention this because some of these other plans that we're hearing about from other carriers it depends on where you call not where you physically are but now with 18t wireless it doesn't matter either way right
2: right Okay. So well, yeah, I, I think that was amazing. So Mark yeah. and I kind of talked about that a while, a little bit, a little bit ago, and I, th- I just think it's an amazing plan for us to go visit. I mean, we were talking about a visit and what we were going to do.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's any way for me to finagle getting onto AT and and stay can, can, continuing to live in Canada. But I think there's still some legalities that we're going to have to work out there, like work visas <laughs> and, and, and minor yeah, details, think, minor details. I'm the
2: border for Olive Garden. You know, I don't know what to tell you. There's things that we have to do.
1: There's things, sacrifices that we have to make personally to get the things that we want, Meredith, okay? And More that you even might hold the on the breadsticks air. at Olive Garden and salad and <laughs> cell phone plans and TV and... God
2: damn it. <laughs> I know, I like... understand. So even better, by the way, I don't, I don't know if I should even mention this. I don't know if, if Mark's going to, like, run screaming from the room. <laughs> but if you're new to AT&T, so you're leaving another carrier and you're coming to us you can be eligible for up to $650 in credits for switching to AT&T. What? Yeah, and you have to trade in a smartphone and buy a new one on our AT&T Next program. But you can still get our Unlimited. You can still get our DirecTV. You can still have all of that. But wait, there's more. You get the $650 back.
1: Oh, my God. Oh my! You see, this is oh the problem that we have in Canada. In Canada, we do not have this amount of, of obviously competitive action. There's not enough competitiveness, and there's a little regulatory body that's kind of in the way and not really letting things happen. So I'm looking forward to when things start to fire up here a bit, and there's a lot of a lot of backlash. Meredith, tell me something. Um, MWC Mobile World Congress was uh, just last week in Barcelona, Spain, and one of these products that we heard about is the LG G6, and, and Mitchell may have told me that you're going you're gonna to try and get him one of these phones. What are your thoughts on this phone?
2: Well, you know, I haven't actually seen the phone, obviously, I just heard about the announcement, um, but I'm really excited because it's really going to fit into what AT&T is all about, which is bringing that entertainment experience to your mobile phone or your you know, tablet or device, and this phone has like almost a six inch quad HD plus full vision screen, right? So think, imagine like what you're going to be able to do with that when you're sitting at the airport or wherever you are on the beach or whatnot. If we're not enjoying the beach, we're on our mobile phones. You know, that would be the three of us. Uh, <laughs> and watching your favorite shows anywhere. And if you have the TV or TV Now app, additionally, watching through those apps, you get all that data free from us as well. So... I think this phone is going to be amazing. I think it's got the HD voice. It's got the Wi-Fi calling, advanced messaging, and it's got AT&T's video calling on it, too, so you can talk face-to-face with friends and family anytime you want.
0: You know what? I'm, I'm looking at the specs right here as we're talking, Meredith, and um, you're right. I mean, it, it isn't just the talking point that you're mentioning. When you say that it really fits the at and ecosystem, you're absolutely right, because you're looking at a device that is a 5.7 inch screen, quad HD, full vision screen, so it's really optimized for, for taking in media. It's optimized for viewing your media, and for a lot of people, Meredith, and we talked about this off the air, because you know people know that we're for actually friends off the air. We'll talk about stuff when a great gadget comes out. We'll, we'll share information. The way that people can Media now, Mark and I talk about this all the time, is very different than the way consumers consumed media years ago. It used to be, you know, a company like ATT, you'd think about it just for your mobile needs or for your home phone. But now, when you think about a company like ATT and the wireless and everything you can buy at the ATT stores, The lifestyle is leading us toward a mobile lifestyle where people are consuming their media, like you said, on the beach, on their morning commutes, at a friend's house. People aren't just sitting and waiting for shows to come on to the favorite channels anymore. People are sort of taking streaming media into their own hands. So really a device like this fits a lifestyle that you guys are trying to really uh, to help people live.
2: Well, definitely. I hope people are carpooling on that morning commute, though. I just want to asterisk that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You have to, as a passenger, it's like, you know, are you a passenger? Then, yes, you can watch this. But, yeah, I mean, for a lot of people, wait. this is the way. Don't you find a lot of people yeah, you know are way, consuming yeah, media differently? Yes.
2: consuming media that way. Kids, like, yes. I have a niece and nephew who won't even watch a television. They just <laughs> are on their mobile devices all the time right. 24-7. Uh, and they're <sighs> teenagers, so I can, and I've seen them kind of grow up this way. I don't know, Mitchell, that your kids. I mean, is that kind of the way things are happening at your house?
0: Absolutely, but you know we're trying to we're trying to make sure. And listen, there's a yin and the yang here. There's always a for every great invention and every great technology, there's a downside. And I just want to make sure that we have a lot of time that they have. They can be on their screens, and then we have shutdown periods where if we're going out as yeah. a family to dinner, everyone for puts sure. their device away because you want to make sure there's that healthy balance, you know. And I think for a lot of people, finding that balance is really important because there are so many the, the, stimu, the stimulation is everywhere when it comes to media and being able to consume media. But I like having the ability I like having the choice and having the choice is something that we haven't really seen in a long time having this kind of choice for consuming our direct TV and the stuff that we are getting through our U-verse connections and the, So having all these options as a consumer is a really it's a really empowering thing and I'm really I'm, I'm enjoying it.
2: Me too. I, I love it and I'm the more and more like things are happening uh, and all this choice is being made available, in terms of unlimited plans and being able to watch through an app on your phone or tablet, it's just really exciting.
1: Yeah, and th- this is where, you know, when when it comes to the conversation on the Canadian side of the border, where the, the conversation really is ongoing. The conversation is going, uh, consumers are talking to the CRTC and constantly making this pitch about, about, you know, various U.S. programming when it comes to the Super Bowl. This was the first year that we weren't allowed to mask Super Bowl commercials, which has been a, a practice that's been ongoing for years. So the, the ability to have choice, which is something that us as Canadians, it's complicated to have that choice. It's not as easy as it's made in the States. And I don't know if it's because of population or just because of regulation. It's nice to see what we could have, and I think that pushes the agenda more on the Canadian side of the border. So my kudos go off to to companies like AT&T, because being able to have that vast amount of choice and provide it to their customers is something that really does, as we said off the top, set you guys apart and give people a more compelling reason to be at AT AT&T than just, you know, the compelling reason they have in the first place.
2: Oh, you guys are so sweet. It's but true. I, I it's can't true. agree with you
0: more.
1: <laughs> um, Meredith, you know, this is the 10th anniversary year of the iPhone. Are, can I ask you a personal question? Are you a, an iPhone gal? Or are you an Android Mark, gal? you
0: don't ask a woman that. I yes, you do. Had yes, this you talk. do.
1: Shh, no. Asking what kind my of age. phone do you use? Are
2: you kidding? Uh, no, I'm totally kidding. I actually am both.
1: Okay, so you're you're a buy buy. Bi- bi- <laughs> this is going he, in a bad place. He,
2: I uh, I was We're not an solely, but yeah. then I, I learned how to use an Android, and I really and I I really feel like uh, there's some things I like on the Android platform a little better, but then there's some things I like on the iPhone platform a little better. So I'm 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 I'm, I'm a girl that you know. Likes, it, likes both phones.
1: You straddle um, both operating out. systems. We understand that. Is there anything specific you're looking forward to um, in this 10th anniversary year, like devices? I mean, there's so many things coming up. Yes, that iPhone will come probably towards, you know, obviously the latter part of the year, but uh, anything specific you're kind of like, hmm, what's that going to look like?
2: Mm, well, you know, I mean, I am excited about the new LG. I think that's going to be a yeah. really cool phone. And, of course, the iPhones are always uh, a fun launch. I've done, I think, six or seven, No, I started with the iPhone 4S. That's when I started with the company. And I just love every single launch. The employees get so excited when there's lines out around the store. They love helping customers. I mean, it's just so great. I love all the I love all the uh, launching of the phones. I've launched some Samsungs, like big, big Samsungs, and I just I love them all. I think they're all great. I mean, and as we as we continue to move forward, and the cameras are getting bigger and yeah. all that, it's just getting it's it's so great for capturing everything and, and being there and remembering everything. So th- you have to have boxes and boxes of photos.
1: I think, as assignment editor here at your Tech Report, I'm going to have to uh, assign Mitchell Whitfield. I just, by the way, I just gave myself that title. I'm going That's to really assign cool, yeah. Mitchell Whitfield to yes. your. Coattails for the next iPhone launch, so that he can document this from a first-person point of view, um, wow. from 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 how things look on the uh, AT and T perspective. Because I'm curious, we've never done that, especially in the video world. If you think about it, you know what would we have done this with ten years ago? We didn't have an iPhone, didn't have a real smartphone to do this with. So, is that can I assign Mitchell
0: to you for that next iPhone launch?
2: Absolutely, done. Mitchell. Okay, we're going to be sweet. side by side, and,
0: <laughs> and it's going to be amazing. We'll have. Oh so wait a much- minute, so I- uh, I'm, 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 wait a minute. So you're saying my assignment is to hang out with someone I already enjoy hanging out with and, and document the gadgets. whole process. Yeah, were... exactly. Okay. Yeah, I think we could do that, Marathon, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, we we can can. Do that. Yeah. I already have want a restaurant to picked out. One more thing. One uh, more Yes, quick go for thing. it. Of course. Yeah.
2: Because, because I want to make sure that, that the listeners hear about all our money saving things because I don't want to be yes. remiss about that. I want to make sure they hear everything. So we've just launched our first BOGO of the year. I love that. When people go, BOGO, the buy one, get one one free. And we're doing it with three phones right now. The iPhone 7, the Samsung Galaxy S7, and the LG G5.
1: Wow. Okay, that's cool.
2: So if you you want to start a new line or uh, your existing line is ready to upgrade, you can come in, buy one, get one free.
0: Love it. And this is, I actually, I, I actually was looking at this deal before. It's an incredible deal, especially if you have, you know, a couple or, two, like you said, two people that want to come over and get a phone. Now they can get one of them for free. One of the things I wanted to make clear, Meredith, I know you would have if I didn't say it, but uh, with these three devices, there isn't crossover, which means when you buy one, you get the second one of the same type. You can't, let's say, buy an iPhone and get your second one and have that be a Samsung. That's not going to happen. It has to be the same device. But that is an incredible deal. And it really, once again, it's sort of really great incentive to get people to come over because they can be rocking a great, really expensive phone for free.
2: Exactly, and you are correct. It's, it's if you if you're if you buy the iPhone, you get another iPhone, Samsung, exactly. Samsung. Yes. So you are correct. Yeah. So, and again, like if you're switching, it's a great time to switch over for that six hundred fifty dollars credit on top of that. You know, if you're switching over, so. Thank Bam, you, Meredith. I the mic on that
1: one. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you Thank you so much again for joining us. We, we love chatting with you. Um, and that wraps up this week's edition of your Tech Report. So much stuff going on The Nintendo Switch. We can't wait to see the unboxing video, which Mitchell's going to get up on YouTube right away. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on YouTube. And we'll speak to you again uh, next week for some really cool content.
3: You've been tuned in to your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow your Tech Report online. Email us contact at yourtechreport.com Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews yourtechreport.com What
2: happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically We become more creative and more focused We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves Let's take this outside A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts and at letstakethisoutside.ca.
0: I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.